Welcome into Ezra and Cotter Sports Talk. We're your hosts. I'm Ori Ezra. And I'm Justin Cotter. So it's week 10. We got a great slate of games for you guys. We already had the Thursday night game. The Colts surprisingly beat the Titans. Um, so for our first game, we got the Texans at the Browns. What do you think about this one? Um, I mean, the Browns kind of had a very terrible game last week. They scored. Did they even score a touchdown? It was, you know, 16 to 6 against the Raiders. So I don't know. I think, I think they'll come out. The Texans aren't very good, but I mean, um, it could be. I think they'll put up some points though. So that's why I think the over is easy. But it really depends. I think somebody's hurt right now. But I think even without that, I think, I think the Browns are easily able to cover this. I don't know. The, the Texans just. Are tough are a tough team to pick, but they still have a good offense. I st- still think it could be a shootout, but I think it would be easy for them to cover three and a half. I was thinking the same thing with the shootout part. Uh, that's why I chose the Texans to cover. I think it's going to be a really high-scoring game over hits, but I think the Browns can't lose this game. Um, for their sake of the season, you know, expectations are still really high for them. So I think the Browns pull this out, but it'll be a close game. So now moving on to our next game. You have the Eagles and the Giants. I mean, I I don't know. Three and a half. I, I think the Giants, I don't think the Eagles are good whatsoever, but I don't know. Three and a half just seems a little low to me. I don't, I think the Eagles should be able to, the Giants just really can't get anything going on offense. I don't, three and a half, it just blows my mind that three and a half is that low, but both their defenses are terrible. Um, I, that's why I think the overall hit. I just think that 44 is a little low. So you need what? three touchdowns from each team, which it could easily happen just from mistakes and fumbles and things like that. So I think this game will be decided by some turnovers, and I think that's how most of the points were scored. Yeah, I look back to last week's game. The Giants barely beat the Washington football team, and I think the Eagles are a way better team in general. They get Miles Sanders back. Uh, the Giants' defense actually isn't that bad. We saw two weeks ago against the Buccaneers that they kind of you know held them down to a respectable number. But I think the Eagles win here. The over hits. Next, we have Bucks at Panthers. So I think the Panthers win this game. I'm just going to say it. The Bucks looked terrible last week against the Saints. Um, and for the Panthers, they looked really good against the Chiefs. Um, McCaffrey is out, which definitely puts a damper on things. I think the over hits, and I'm picking the Panthers straight up. I don't know. I think it's such a week-to-week football game that I could just see. I think the but the Bucks with Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady is not going to like what he just saw right there, and he. I guarantee he's going to have his team ready for this game. I mean, scoring three points is actually just embarrassing for Tom Brady, especially when you consider all of those weapons he has on offense. Like, and it's not even like the Saints are that crazy of a team, so I don't think they should have been overpowered. But I. That's why I think that embarrassment will make sure that it doesn't happen two weeks in a row. That's why I think the. Pit, Bucks are going to come out prepared, and I think they take it straight up and on the money line or on the uh, spread. But I easily think the over hits. I think these offenses are going to get it going. I think the Bucks got it going, and I, and I like the Panthers' offense as well. Yeah, what do you think was up with the Bucks last week to put up three points? Like, what do you think was happening? Was the play calling? Was the Brady not being well? I don't. It's so tough because, I mean, the Saints are a good football team. But they're, I, I just don't think they're the same Saints we saw. But 38-3 against the Bucks, like, I think holding them to three points is just – I think that's one of the most impressive things we've seen this year. Just, you know, they got Mike Evans. They got O.J. Howard. They got they got 
uh, Leonard Fournette, and I think I'm still missing a couple big name wide receivers too. So that it just, that and you got Tom Brady in her center, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. So I, I don't know how that happens. Next up, we got the Washington Football Team against the Detroit Lions. What do you think? This is another one. Where I think four and a half is a little low. I just I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of the Washington Football Team in general. It's just you know a bunch of poorly ran franchises, or the Washington Football Team is there. You've seen. They've been in the news. They just lost last week to the Giants, who also are not a good team, and they're in-division rivals. So, I don't know. Matthew Stafford's kind of got it going, but Kenny Galladay is going to be out this weekend. So, I But I still think it should be easy enough for them to cover and win, but I don't see either of these teams putting up a lot of points. I think it's easily the under. Yeah, for the Lions, I think it's going to be stopping the run. And last week, they got torched by Dalvin Cook letting up 206 yards and two touchdowns. You just can't you can't do that and win a football game. So I think the Lions win here. They're actually the Lions win here, I should say, and it's under 46. These two teams don't have high-powered offense even though Stafford is, you know, a pretty re- underrated quarterback even in the stage of this career. But yeah, I'm going to pick the Lions to win. Next we have Jaguars at Packers. See, this is a game where everyone's going to pick the Packers to blow blow them up. But, you know, you never know. The Jaguars really don't have anything to fight for in the Packers. You know, we saw it uh, last week with the Steelers. You know, if you if you let it up, even against a bad team, it can come down to the wire. But I definitely think the Packers are going to win by two touchdowns. And they're going to win the game. I picked the under just because I think the Packers defense can really shut down a, a Jaguars quarterback who was in his second start. Two touchdowns is hard to cover no matter what. Even like, I don't know. I, I think spotting two touchdowns and the Packers, who have had some rough games out there, they, they don't go out there every game and are putting up numbers like they should be. And they, But they had the last week they had a good win, and they're at Lambeau, so it's going to be cold. I think I think they'll be able to cover. I think it's going to be like a 20-7 to seven game. I don't Somewhere in that range. 24-7, actually. 20-10. to 10, Eh, 20-10. That's why I think they'll be able to cover. But I think that's probably the most points they get. Next, we have Bills at Cardinals. So this might be the game of the week. The Bills coming off a great win, you know, against the Seahawks. And I don't think a lot of people picked them to win. And just putting up 70 points total between the two teams. We kind of knew that was going to happen. And you could see the same exact thing happen in this game. Over 56 and a half. I think that's automatic. It's not my lock, but I think it's very destined to happen. I think the Bills have all all the momentum right now, standing at 7-2. and two. I think they get it done. I think they find a way to stop Kyler. I don't know. I, I, I just think – I think the Bills have a little better defense. Kyler, I don't think they'll be able to shut Kyler down. And I don't think the Bills will be able – and I don't think the Cardinals will be able to shut Josh Allen down. But I do – Josh Allen's got – I think Stephon Diggs right now, you know the Maryland product. I think he's leading the league in yards and in receptions, I believe, right now. Or he was first last week. But, you know, they, we got a couple of good wide receivers in this game. So, I think the overs easily. I was honestly contemplating, though, making my the Bills covering the spread. Or, uh, yeah, plus three and a half. I contemplated making that lock. I just, I, I'm still trying to figure out, I guess, like, I think the Bills are a way better team. I don't, I like the Cardinals offense, though. I really like what Cliff Kingsbury doing. He's really spreading the ball. And I kind of hope the Ravens take on that offensive approach with Lamar. I think it would benefit him way more. Yeah, people, people are now saying that, you know, Kyler is better than Lamar, which this season you can easily say because Lamar hasn't been, you know, his MVP status. 
So next we got the Broncos at the Raiders. What do you think? I also think four and a half is a little low. The Broncos got a good win last week, but I don't. I'm not really sold on them. Is Drew Lock Drew Locks? Jerry Judy's definitely starting to make his way and starting to play like a first-round pick. You can tell he's getting better every game. They were hanging in there with the Falcons. Oh, they actually lost by a touchdown, but they put up 27. See, that's tough. It's against the Falcons. I don't. I still don't see them beating the Raiders. I, I kind. I like the Raiders' offense. I think Darren Waller's, you know, top five tight end in the league. He's a beast. Yeah, I think the Raiders win this one. It's tough because they played against the Chargers last week, and they very well could have lost over that last second catch um, that was called an incompletion. The Raiders sitting at five and three, they should beat the Broncos. Um, I really thought the Broncos were going to win last week against the Falcons. Couldn't get it done. Uh, I think the Raiders can score, you know, at least three or four touchdowns against the Broncos defense, which is a good defense, but you know that divisional matchup, a little more flair in it. Um, next, we have Chargers at Dolphins. Uh, so for this one, I see we have some conflicting picks. I picked the Dolphins. They're coming off a high, um, you know, beating a Cardinals team again who, you know, no one picked the Dolphins to win last week. But they really showed, you know, they're not a bad football team. Like, it's surprising to say that the Dolphins don't suck. Um, Tua had, you know, a, a decent game last week, 250 yards, two touchdowns. Um, really hit Devontae Parker a lot, had almost 70 yards. So this one, it's kind of tough because the Chargers are due for a breakout game. You know, they're, they've are they become the new Falcons, you know, losing in the last seconds. And I really feel for um, Herbert because he's just lighting up the scoreboard and doing everything he can. Yeah, I mean, what more can he do? Every week it seems like he's putting up over 300 yards and three TDs. He literally just cannot – do anything to help his team or to not help his team. This guy is putting it out on the line. That's why I think the, the Chargers, the rookie quarter battle of the rookie quarterbacks. I think Justin Herbert takes this one. I mean, I think this this over is one of the lower ones too. And you got two really high scoring offenses here. I, the last couple of weeks, the Chargers have just put up a lot of points. Yeah, they're putting up 26, 30. Like, I don't know. That just, 40, 48 just kind of seems a little disrespectful to both of them. I mean, I get they're both rookie quarterbacks, but. Tua played really well last week. Justin Herbert has been playing well. I don't see any issue to why the over does not hit. Well, I agree. I think it's really low. It's Yeah, it's one of the lowest ones, and I'm not really sure why. All right, so next we got a AFC North divisional matchup and one that might surprise some people. Why do you think it might surprise some people? Because that Bengals offense is for real under Joe Burrow. He is a beast. I mean – he was a generational talent coming out of quarterback. Insane season, LSU. But, I mean, I don't think people are surprised at how well Burr is doing. But I think they're surprised how quick it quick it's happening. Because, I mean, you look at the Bengals' record. It's not the prettiest, but they've been in almost every game. I think the first, like, four games, I think he, they lost by single-digit points. It wasn't much at all. I, and last week they got a nice big win. I forget who they took down. But they, were they had a good week. win. That was two two weeks ago. Then they had a good win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, they took down the Titans. A solid team. Everybody knows Derrick Henry. But you know, it wasn't. They beat them by eleven, thirty-one, twenty, and that's hard for a rookie to do. I think, especially against a team like the Titans. You know, they've been together a while. They have a really good head coach. 
as we saw last year, last year and this year, that's a solid team, and I think that should not go unnoticed. Um, personally, I'm not sold really on the Steelers. I don't. I'm not eight no. I think the record doesn't tell it tell it all. I really don't think they're that good, uh, even though the Ravens lost to them. I just, I just don't see them sustaining that. I think Bengals win money line over. So, yeah, so kind of your surprise pick of the week. Um, so I picked the Bengals to be within a touchdown, but to lose to the Steelers. Uh, it's kind of tough because, you know, the, the Steelers obviously played terrible against the Cowboys last week. Even though Roethlisberger did have over uh, 300 yards, he had three touchdowns. But really that was all in the fourth quarter where they scored 15 points. So for the Bengals, I think they can stay close. But I think their defense is really going to, you know, kind of give it up towards the end. Um, as far as the over, I think these are two teams that can put up points. And the over definitely hits. Yeah, I feel as, I feel as if for the spread, like seven, like in an interdivisional game, like the AFC North, like the, these aren't like, I think anybody can win in any day in the AFC North. But next we have 49ers at Saints. So Saints money line is my lock of the week. I think there's no way the Niners are even close. Um, the spread, I'll take them by you know winning by ten points against a Niners team that's really been quite disappointing this year. You know the Saints we talked about a little bit earlier. They absolutely waxed the Buccaneers, um, and the Buccaneers are some people are saying Super Bowl favorites. Um, I, I kind of took the under in this one because I don't think the Niners are going to put up enough points. Um, to even be able to cover, I was having a little trouble picking this one. I don't, I don't know, because I could also, I feel like this could be a trap game pick, where like you're like, oh, the Saints just went out and demolished the Bucks like nine and a half all day. I was kind of questioning whether to go with the 49ers, but I, as as you said, the 49ers have just been decimated by injuries. I, they're not the same team they were. Nine and a half. It's, I st- I hate getting that high, but nine and a half. I think the Saints should cover that and win. The over 48 and a half, that one was a tough one to pick up too, but I kind of look at it as like, I think the Saints could easily put up 30 on this team. And, you know, the 49ers, all they need is two touchdowns and a field goal, a couple field goals. I think they can do that. I think the Saints, I kind of hope the Saints are kind of riding high too. That was a big win for them, kind of showing everybody what they're made of. So I think, I'm hoping they don't go out there and get complacent, but I think they should be good. All right, so next up, we had the Seahawks and the Rams, a West Coast battle. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I like to see – any game Russell Wilson's in, they're going to they're gonna be in it. I mean, and it's not like they went out with the fight. They, it was, they lost by 10, but it was 44 to 34. Like, that's a tough game. Um, the Rams, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm just not sold on the Rams. It's kind of tough for me. Because I like the Seahawks a lot. I think Russell Wilson just single-handedly can win his team a game. I don't – and the Rams a couple weeks ago, I don't, I don't know how you were the favorite. I mean, they, their last game they lost by double digits to the Dolphins, who aren't a terrible team. But if you're being favored over the Seahawks, I feel like you should have beat the, the Dolphins on your last game, in my opinion. Um, I don't – under here, I could – I think it'll be – I just think there's going to be a lot of turnovers in this game. For I think – teams to try to this is going to be a tight battle and I think there's going to be some I think they're I think LA is going to try to do a little too much just to keep up because I think Russell Wilson you know him and DK Metcalf are one of the top dudes in the league I just 
don't think Jared Goff to get make any stupid plays and turn the ball over. Yeah, I'm kind of reconsidering my lock because I think the over is the lock here. The Seahawks have undoubtedly the worst defense in the league. I mean, they give up 30-plus points almost every single game, gave up 44 against the Bills last week. And then on the other side, you have the Rams, who are known for their offense. You know, Jared Goff leading the way, and he has 300-yard games almost every game, um, along with, you know, your big receivers, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and even Higby can contribute. So I think the over is a lock here. But I think the Seahawks definitely win this thing. You know, they're not going to they're not gonna let it up. Going to L.A. in their new stadium, I think they're going to be pumped up. You know, I feel like playing on turf gives the extra advantage, you know, to like some speedy guys like DK and, you know, Lockett. So I think this is going to yeah. be a, a back and forth, but I think the Seahawks can pull this one out. Next we have Ravens and Patriots. But I would never in my life bet on the Ravens. I would never in my life bet on my own team. Never, but I i mean, I just think the Ravens minus seven against the Patriots are the lock and downright a little disrespectful against the Ravens. I get it, the Ravens offense is not going out there and putting up points like they did last year, but the Patriots are just, that's just not a good football team. And I think seven, the Ravens have one of the top defenses in the league. You saw everybody was hating on Lamar. I think, I, I think Greg Roman has been, the Ravens organization has definitely taken notice of their offensive stars the last couple of weeks, demanding a change and kind of, I think it's different when fans kind of, you know, know that the offense is a little standstill. And then once players start making it a little more public, I think I think Greg Roman's on the hot seat right now, to be honest. I think this could be his last year. The Ravens had an insane drop-off in offense, so I'm hoping the second half. I don't think Ingram's playing, so I think that's better for the Ravens. And, man, but the Patriots just barely beat the Jets last week. I don't. I just can't – I don't see the Patriots – covering seven at all against this. I honestly don't think the Patriots are going to ever, like, 13. I think the Ravens will run it up, though. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, like you said, Dobbins is going to be playing, and I think that's the huge advantage here. I think Dobbins has the capability. If the Ravens were to, you know, keep with their game and keep with the running game, I think he really goes off. Um, him and Gus Edwards are really a, a great tandem together. You know, Edwards gets those tough, you know, two, three yard gains on third, fourth downs because uh, the Ravens do like to go for it. And especially him in the red zone can bully through anyone. I think the Ravens really, really crushing this game. Yeah, but I see when you're going back to that, it's like you look at the team and like, I think they should run it up. I think you got to prove a point because the talk of this week has been the Ravens offense and how and how bland it is after the comments Lamar has made because he's. I mean, he's Hollywood kind of start. Mark Andrews has done it before this year. He said the offense needs to start clicking. Hollywood did it publicly last week with a tweet. Then Lamar came out and kind of said that the plays are getting a little bland. And now you got basically every NFL football place analyzing the Ravens and realizing, hey, the Ravens offense is actually getting predictable in the way that in the not in, I mean in the play style, but you'll see it that the they're different in how they call they play how they call their plays and like the situations the plays would be almost similar and they're just no variety nothing and I think that's what's been hurting the Ravens offense this year yeah I'm also looking at last game the Patriots and the Jets and the Patriots let up 27 to the Jets so it's going to be play embarrassing if the Ravens can't top that mark especially the Patriots are banged up right now I saw Stephon Gilmore wasn't practicing yesterday I think they had like seven or eight more guys but Losing if Stefan's out, that's huge. That guy, one of the top quarterbacks in the league. But I mean, it's the Patriots, and they're not the same. Can't, they're just not good. 
There's no another way to put it. They're just overrated. They're just not good. Yeah. Also, still still focusing on this game. Look, just looking at the box score. Um, Jacoby Myers actually went off last week. He had 12 receptions for 170 yards. That might be uh, Marlon Humphrey's job to really lock him down, and that might be the only big threat. It would also be interesting too because Marlon is coming off COVID to see how he's feeling. I'm sure they wouldn't. I'm sure he wouldn't be out there if he wasn't 100. percent But that guy is a game changer. I, I think he's, you know, the Ravens are good at creating turnovers, and I think they're going to create a lot this weekend. All right. So for our last game. Monday Night Football, NFC North. You got the Vikings and the Bears. I mean, the Bears lost last week to the Titans, who, as I said, it's a week-to-week. Titans are – I think the Titans are good, but they haven't been playing up to their potential this year. They've been kind of playing close. Um, the Vikings just beat the Lions by two TDs, so I don't know. I, I think two and a half is also low. But I think these. I think I like the Vikings' offense. I think Justin Jefferson fits well in that offense. Um, solid player, and then Dalvin's going to go out there and probably run for about three fifty and like seven touchdowns at this rate. But I mean, that offense has been revolving around him. So if if the Bears are able to shut him down, you know that could be different. But I think the Vikings cover and win and over hits easily because I think you got to think Dalvin could easily almost get half of the points they need himself. Yeah, I think you have to take the Vikings here, and here's why, because the Bears can't score points. They've scored, I think, on the season, maybe their top uh, point score is 20 points uh, through the whole season. So if you account for Dalvin Cook scoring two touchdowns, which he has in the past, like, three games, there's all your points, and what are you going to do next? You know, the Bears have to be able to stop Dalvin, and I think they know that, and We're going to have to see if they're going to be able to. Um, I think the over definitely hits. It's a really low line here for – I mean, like I just said, the Bears can't score points, but the Vikings can run up the scoreboard, so I think it's easily an over. All right, so that's the end of our Week 10 slate. Thank you so much for listening. From Ari Ezra, I'm Justin Cotter, and this is Ezra and Cotter Sports Talk.